0: You're listening to the Patriot Nation Podcast, presented by Pat's Pulpit.
1: All right, we are back with another Patriot Nation podcast. This time, it's throwback week again, Thursday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills. And because it's the Buffalo Bills, we have our good friend Spence. He is a contributor for Buffalo Rumblings. He does too much over there. I can't even describe what he's doing because he's got like nine shows. He's a writer. He's doing everything over there. He's the man. I was on his show earlier today. Spence, thanks so much for coming on. We appreciate it, man
2: anytime you already know i i enjoy uh like every year now we do at the beginning of the season we do like our mm-hmm. divisional code is what i call it on my show and then throughout the year we we either do a spaces or a show like this man and it's always fun always a pleasure
1: yep yeah we appreciate it man it's uh it's always fun it's fun and i love to chop it up with the with the bills guys that uh, you guys get the upper hand on us right now but uh but you know it's still fun it's still fun i still enjoy it you know
2: It doesn't feel like it though, man. Like I try to, and I know you and I talk, you know, a little bit more often than all the other Patriots fans I interact with, but I, uh, I try to really, I do. I try to like play nice and I try to like have fun, but like good fun where I'm not like trying to man Patriots fans. I'm gonna tell you this, this week has been rough. It's been really, really rough. You guys are coming down on me hard and I'm trying my hardest to, to be nice, but it's really difficult, man. It's so hard.
1: They don't, we don't make it easy. Sometimes we don't, we don't, we didn't get the term asshole. That doesn't come from just anywhere. That's, (laughs) you know, that's, that's legit. Sometimes we did, we did. And that's, you know, it, it can be, it can be tough. And especially now, you know, we don't want to admit it, but the bills kind of run the AFCs right now, not kind of run the AFCs. I know the dolphins are in first place right now, but like the bills have been running the AFCs for the last few years. The Patriots certainly aren't running the AFCs for the last three years. And so, um, you know, it's a little bit of a shock. And for those kids that are, you know, Matt's age, not my age, my age, I'm used to it. Okay. But the kids that are Matt's age, they don't know a world in which the Patriots aren't the number one seed every year and, and, mm-hmm. and destroying the rest of the AFCs. I mean, since the year 2001 to the year 2019, there was never a year where a team finished with a better record in the AFCs than the Patriots. They, now they didn't win the AFCs every year, but the only time they lost the AFC East was in a tiebreaker. So, you know, the, the two years that they didn't win, the three years they didn't win the AFCs was because of tiebreakers um, since the year 2000, since the year 2001, which is just insane.
2: So that's, you know, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Just, just, <laughs> just awful. Like when you as a Bills fan, when you hear that, man, because then you, you think about it, it coincides with us um, missing the playoffs for 17 years and it coincides with Tom Brady at that point he had, he, he was the winningest quarterback in our stadium yeah. um since like 2000, you know, it's, it's just, just an insane stat to talk about. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to go down memory lane. We can just, we can move forward.
1: Well, You know, what's funny <laughs> is that my first article that I ever wrote, which not for Pat years before Pat's pulpit, matter of fact, I gave it to a buddy who was a writer who posted on his site was titled Tom Brady, the Buffalo bill. And it was, it was the, um, it was the first start for E.J. Manuel, rookie E.J. Manuel for the Bills. And it was a look at what if the Patriots had traded Brady to the Bills instead of Bloodso to the Bills and how many quarterbacks they'd been through. And that was E.J. Manuel. So, like, that was years ago. Uh, and, you know, you see the, the role of quarterbacks they've been on. And, you know, we'll, we'll get into the Mac Jones discussion, but the Patriots might be on the other end of it, uh, you know, <laughs> coming soon.
0: It's such a weird feeling to, to be going into Bills week with this much anxiety i don't i don't know what this is like i haven't
2: had this in my <laughs> life before <laughs> you know i love it though because it, to, to pat's point he's right like there's a certain age of, of i don't even want to say just patriot fan, like boston fan who's yep. who've just been spoiled on so many levels and it's like you've had all of these teams win championships make the playoffs and so it's like it, it's you really don't know what being inferior feels like it, it's always right. about you're better than everybody and now it feels good as a bills fan to look over and say <laughs> we might not win a division this year it might be a tiebreaker we might just lose the division by a game to miami but we're still gonna beat the Patriots." it just feels good to say that. it just feels so good <laughs> so well, i think you know. i think i'm as a,
0: as a shout out i'm a michigan fan so uh, shadow, i think that's there's a little bit of uh similarity going on there with the back-to-back wins you. over Ohio State. Yeah. yeah. I got
1: you. Oh man, that's funny. So, well let's get into let's get into the Thursday night game. Of course as you know, a lot of a, a lot of things coming up to this game. The Bills have been playing still pretty well, but not nearly as well as they were at the beginning of the season. Uh kind of sputtering a little bit. I would say Josh Allen has shown some of those like tendencies of turning the ball over you know a lot more than he has been in the past and so um you know what are your feelings kind of heading into this game and I think I guess my first question to you would be what do you think is the most important thing about this game and, and the Bills escaping with a, not escaping but the Bills coming away with a victory on Thursday night
2: well, I, th- I mean, I think you kind of just laid it out. You said it um, like the, the tendencies and the turnovers that we've been seeing out of Josh Allen and um, the play calling from, from Ken Dorsey. I know he's a first year play caller, but there are certain things that I feel that we can do to put Josh in better situations to where he's not turning the ball over. He doesn't have to try to play a uh, hero ball and enforce something in a, in an area that is probably not the best bet. But I think a lot of the turnovers that we've been seeing, or a direct result of him hurting his arm against the jets so mm-hmm. when he when he you know sprained his ucl though every single game since and i know you know it's like in buffalo at least it's like well it's josh allen he's like a mammoth with a football helmet on he's just great he's a, and he is but at the same time he's still human and and right. when your strength is the fact that you can throw the ball 80 yards by a flick of a wrist when you take that away it's 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 very evident. And I think what we've been seeing is he's been kind of questioning himself. And then when he questions himself, then he overthinks it and then he makes the bad decision as opposed to just trusting his instinct and trusting his guts like he has over the last two years. So I don't know. I'm um, I'm concerned like you we, you and I talked, you know, an hour ago on my show and I was saying that I'm concerned because of, of that. Exactly. Like after Diggs, he it just doesn't seem like he trusts the other receivers he doesn't trust right. uh the play call and so you know he like he's tar- he has 11 interceptions or is it 12 at this point i think 12 i think it's 12 interceptions thank you are right and, yeah and he five of those he was targeting gabriel davis you know, and so coming into the season, Bill's fans were myself included. We were all super excited about Gabriel Davis after that Kansas City Chiefs playoff game where he had what the four or five, whatever he had. Like he broke or tied the record for touchdowns in the playoff game. And it was just like, oh, my God, we finally got another guy. It could it could be reminiscent of like Eric Modes and Peerless Price. We could have two studs to go with a great quarterback. And then the season comes and now we're heading into another week and through 12 weeks or 11 weeks of games, he has 33 receptions. That's not exactly what you would consider a wide receiver to, you know, like that, those aren't numbers that, that would impress you. And if you take away that Pittsburgh game, you know where he had 171 yards and three touchdowns. You take that game away. Oh, I'm sorry, Sarah just corrected me in the comments. Josh has 11 interceptions. 11. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry, Sarah. <laughs> soon, to but it, well, soon to be 12. It just, soon to be 12. Matt says <laughs> soon to be. But if you so, but if you take if you take that one game away from Davis, you know he probably has what 20? I think 23 receptions through 10 games. That's just not that's yeah. not wide receiver two numbers. And and Diggs, we need, He's great, and Diggs is gonna be great. You know, and Josh is going to be great, but we need somebody after Diggs. We need somebody after Josh to step up and make some some plays. And when you go against a defense like the Patriots, man, that's what scares me.
0: Well, I think that's one of the interesting things about this game, too. We're going to talk about the quarterback matchup, I'm sure. And it's now it's Josh Allen coming in with seven picks in his last five games and Mac Jones going three games in a row without a pick for the first time in his career. And that's based on what we've seen since. The last time, since really the first time these two teams played last year, that's not what you would have expected the story to be coming into this matchup, but that's where we're at.
2: Oh, I mean, true, the difference is, and and I'm not saying this to take a shot, but the difference is Mac Jones um, also doesn't have the same number of attempts or he doesn't try to make the same type of throws. He's a very safe quarterback. And I think that's part of the reason why Bill Belichick right now is still able to put a team on the field that can go six and five, six and four, like, and still be in the thick of things when you're talking about the playoff race right now without an elite quarterback play. But at, at, at the same time, I'm a little bit higher, you know, on, on Mac Jones than a lot of bills fans are. I think that, you know, he's going to develop some more, but I also think that, you know, either, whether it be through the draft, I know free agency just doesn't typically go your way lately, you know? so I get that, but if you get better weapons for Mac Jones, I really think you'll see a, right. a far better performance, man. Like I know the team heavily invested in tight end a couple years ago, and I don't think you're getting a return on that investment. You know, you, and then you look at your wide receivers and, you know, I mentioned Devontae Parker. He's had a couple really good games, but you know, do you really want your number one wide receiver to be Devontae Parker? You know, and right. that's again, that's not right. taking a shot at him. It's just we know who Devontae Parker has been as an NFL player, and it's just he's. You know, when you look around the division, um, you got guys on other teams. That's like you got Tariq Hill, you got Jalen Waddle, you got Stephon Diggs. You got you know, so you have guys in your own division, and it's like, man, we don't even have. One of those guys for, for our quarterback to throw to. Now, right. you got a running back that I think you know if, if you did right by him, which you probably will this week because um, if I I think I read that Dame that Harris is going to be out. Dame is out, yeah. So so I think obviously now you're going to get the lion's share of of snaps going to Ramondre Stevenson, which it should be. He's like a, he's a he's a far better, he, he, the guy is amazing. So like you give him the ball and you. I think he has a thousand yards on the season as far as reception or, you know, receiving yards and rushing yards combined. He's not, he's very close. You give him the ball and, and you do that. I think, I think you guys have a shot at um, controlling the clock, which has been the Achilles heel of the Buffalo bills this year.
1: No, I, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. And that's him. yeah. Right. Go ahead.
2: If you you
0: don't want to get beat by Josh Allen, the best way is to make sure he's not on the field. And that's Mm -hmm. been it's been true of every every good quarterback in the entire history of football is to keep him off the field as much as possible. Pats have some of the guys to do it. Running game has not been as consistent as it really should be here, but they got the backs to do it. It's not their fault.
1: Yeah, right.
2: Absolutely. I love Stevenson. man.
1: Yeah. And I and he is. I think he has just over 1,000 yards, 660 yards rushing and almost uh, 350 yards receiving. So just over 1,000. You're right on that. And he's been great. And, and I think Damian Harris is a really nice compliment to him. Mm-hmm. We're going to see. I, you know, it's funny because when you start talking about the Patriots offense, you know, I started looking at some of the things that, you know, and you bring up Miami. Miami's got two of those really fast wide receivers. And they just say, just give them the ball and let's see what happens. Right. And Nelson Aguilar is a problem for the Patriots because he just, he can't hold on to the ball. He doesn't run the right routes. He's just like, he's a mess at times, but you have Taekwon Thornton and Nelson Aguilar. They're both insanely fast. Give them the ball, run a jet sweep to Taekwon Thornton. Just once, just one time, like let him get ahead of steam and start running because who knows? Like you just, you know, they're just not doing that. Right. And so, and that's frustrating to watch. And, you know, I know it's Matty P's first year and Joe Judge, and, and they're still trying to figure things out. I think it's a little disjointed at this point. Um, but I do think there is some space to grow there. When What you saw from Mac early in the season was they were trying to throw the ball down the field a lot. They were taking chances. They were taking shots, and it wasn't working out, right? And, he, and you mentioned that that's why Josh Allen's throwing some more interceptions, because he's taking those chances, because that's what he can do. Mac really can't do that at this point in his career. Now, he he's made some really nice throws, but... Mm-hmm. He's just not a guy that's going to be throwing in a double, triple coverage and, and completing those passes and expecting to be completing them. And, you know, Allen's going to get picked off sometimes because he's going to, you know, he has a little Brett Favre in him where he's going to say, you know what, screw it. Yeah. I'm, I'm throwing it anyways, even though I probably shouldn't, I'm throwing it anyways, because half of the time or more than half the time I'm going to complete it, you know? And, uh, and that's, that's good. And that's also bad, right? I mean, so, but it's, you live with it because the guy's a stud, you know? And so uh it, it's kind of it's kind of both, you know, a little back and forth there. But I really think offensively, the Patriots they just they have to start using some of those weapons because you're right, they need more weapons. But they also have some good players. You know, they have Jacoby Myers, is a really good wide receiver. I don't know if he's a wide receiver one, but he's a really good wide receiver. Um, and you know, they have some weapons. I just don't know how well they're using them. You know?
0: Well, I think that's what makes last week so interesting too, because that's the first time we've seen. Mac Jones pushing the ball down the field mm-hmm. and not turning it over. Yeah. You saw first drive, the first touchdown they scored, they put Aguilar and Taquan Thornton on the same side and tell the safety pick one. And then you throw to the other one and Mac right. Jones hits them. It's a Minnesota defense that has not been very good, but it has forced turnovers. So they had Parker on a deep play in that one. And if you get that Mac Jones, that Mac Jones can play in big games and make big plays and, I mean he's not the athlete that Josh Allen is but he might be able to keep up for most of a game and it, hopefully the defense can make up the rest of that difference. Uh just we've we've seen mm. one game of that Mac Jones here. So it's it could just be one game as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and we're going to we're going to see what uh you know what happens. Cam's asking if uh, Damian Harris ruled out he was as Spence um as Spence said he was already ruled out. Uh oh Spence already got him. Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, but yes, yeah, he he was ruled out. And so, again, it is the Ramondre Stevenson show, which I think is a good thing, as you mentioned, Spence. Um, it's really going to be interesting. I think, you know, I think when you start talking about matchups, though, it's the Patriots defense versus the Bills offense. The Bills offense is outstanding. And you mentioned the, the, the um, you know, the weapons. And you mentioned Gabriel Davis. The guy you didn't mention was Isaiah McKenzie, who, you know, put up a big donut two weeks ago. And had a great game on Thursday, you know, on Thanksgiving. And, you know, killed, absolutely murdered the Patriots in the two games they played him last year because they didn't have a guy that could stick with him running across the field. Um, yeah. And, you know, Miles Bryant's been playing the slot all year. If Miles Bryant is covering him again, the Patriots are going to lose by 40. Like, they, just, they he can't stay with them, right? So Man. you got to have to do something different because they just can't stick with a guy like that. And I thought it was creative and inventive the way the Bills – They ran a different offense against the Patriots when they came to New England. They didn't run those cross. I mean, they ran some of those crossing routes, but they didn't run those consistently all year long. They saw a weakness in the Patriots defense, and they took advantage of it, right? And so you wonder if they're going to be able to do the same thing this year where they can scheme something up, where they see, hey, that's a little bit of weakness for the Patriots. The Patriots have been really good stopping the run lately. So are you going to run Devin Singletary up the middle over and over and over again? Probably not. You would hope not. As a Bills fan, you would probably hope not. Right. And so instead of pounding your head against the wall, let's spread them out. Let's make them run with us because I don't think that they can. Right. And and I think that that's kind of where the bills are going to be headed, whether they can do that or not. I don't know because the Patriots have been playing, have been getting pretty good secondary play. Um, But if I were the bills, that'd probably be, that would probably be my uh, the way I would try to go at least.
2: And see, it's tough for me. Like, so you bring up Isaiah McKenzie and I'm not the hugest Isaiah McKenzie fan. I'll be honest with you. So, it's it's shocking like you mentioned the the patriots games he looked like a freaking all pro yeah but outside of the Patriots, if you look at his statistics last year outside of that patriots game he was non-existent you know when but for some reason he shows up in foxborough or you guys come to orchard park and it's like okay it's the isaiah mckenzie show and last week you're right against the, the um against the lions he was he basically was the hero of the day because outside of digs nobody was really doing anything on offense outside of you know Devin Singletary had a good game but yeah you're right you're not going to run the ball the same way with Devin Singletary against the Patriots so we have to see something but man Isaiah McKenzie man he just he frustrates me because he has all the all the potential in the world. like he has the speed he has the like he has all the potential in the world to just be great and then he just makes a mistake every single week, at least two of them. And right. so for me, as, as like the consistent guy that I am, I'm almost saying, Lord, please don't get him the ball. Like, keep him away from the ball. But then you bring up a good point. For some reason, he's just like the Patriots killer. Like, he just comes in, yeah. and nobody can hang with him. He gets open because of his speed, not necessarily because of route running or, you know, but that speed is, is still an ability. So mm-hmm. if he's able to... um you know match up against your slot corner or uh if they use him in a jet sweep type plays or anything like that you know who knows but yeah it's just tough for me you know like I'm I, I'm so frustrated every time I talk about Isaiah McKenzie man like he he just he just messes up time and time again man and it's just I need now we re-signed um John Brown to our practice squad mm-hmm. I'm hoping I feel like they might give him a couple weeks to practice instead of like activating him right away, but we're short at receiver, man. Like we got like four receivers on our roster right now. So in a way I feel like we active, I hope we activate them. Even if it's just as like a, a, you know, like get them out there just for some type of distraction, Just put them there and it's like, you don't even have to catch it. Just act like you're going to catch it. I would love that. But, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. So I feel like if Dawson knocks, I think that's the guy that we really need to see get involved. We need our tight end to step up and actually make some plays. Maybe even get Reggie Gilliam a little more involved. The first couple of weeks of the season, um, he's like a fullback tight end hybrid. He made some plays in the first couple games of the year. And um, I'm just looking forward to seeing one of those two guys step up and, and do something.
0: Well, I, I think that might be the most interesting aspect of this matchup too it's just the the Patriots safeties and how they're going to get used in this one because right. Dawson Knox is such a big threat and obviously you need to have somebody keep an eye on Josh Allen otherwise you're going to be in a world of trouble and the mm-hmm. Patriots have bodies to do both of those things and hang with the bills at least on paper and if you look at the Vikings game last week where the Patriots struggled at points was that you had guys like Jawan Bentley getting targeted in coverage because you got to put them out there to stop the run and right. that's if the Bills are trying to throw all night, maybe the Patriots go out there with with four safeties on the field the entire game, mm-hmm. and we're going to have one of them on the tight end, another one, Jabril Peppers probably will have his eyes on on the quarterback the whole time, and then for any crossing routes, we're going to have the safeties sitting on those. So yeah. Miles Bryant mm-hmm. doesn't have to run with Isaiah McKenzie; he's just going to have a guy waiting on the other
1: side. the The game that I the game that's reminiscent to me, and I, I'm trying to think if it was 2013. Can't, I don't remember exactly the year. I think it was. I think it was thirteen. It might have been fourteen. But anyways, they played. They played um, uh, Denver, and um, no. No. Sean Moreno had like two hundred and thirty yards rushing. The Patriots said, "Nope, we're going to play light coverage, two mm-hmm. deep safeties, and we're going to dare you to run." And Peyton Manning just checked in to run on every single play. No. Sean Moreno ran for a ton of yards, and the Patriots won the game because they knew that the passing offense of the Broncos was so good that they would lose if they gave the Broncos any room to throw the ball. So they said, all right, we'll dig it a run. And if I were the Patriots, I think Matt's got a great point. Like don't even throw Jawan Bentley on the field. Don't even put your line on the field. What are you doing? Who cares? If Devin Singletary wants to run on you every play, great, go ahead because I'm sorry, but the bills aren't going to win running Devin Singletary every play. It's not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. And so, so make yeah. them beat you running the ball and then throw into tough windows because you have, you have guys out there that can stop the pass. And that might, be, that might be the Patriots' best course of action, I think.
0: Which that feels like a, a complete circle moment, given where Bill Belichick got his start <laughs> as the defensive coordinator against yeah. the Giants, in the, against the Bills in the Super Bowl, doing that yeah. exact same thing against the K-Gun offense there, and right. Jim Kelly and all that. He found the one thing. That was the 2013 game, Pat. He ran okay. for 280 yards. Yeah, that and just, Peyton. Yeah. Peyton only completed nineteen passes, and he threw a pick. I think that was Logan Ryan who caught that one, jumping a slant. And uh, I think you're right. Yep. Yeah, and that's you. You make the the sample size smaller with the quarterback, and you hope that he makes a mistake in there.
1: Right. Well, think about it as a Bills fan. I mean, Spence, imagine you watching the game and Josh Allen is not. Josh Allen doesn't have the ball in his hands because Devin Singletary is carrying every time. And even if Singletary is picking up yards, it's like Josh is your best player. You know, you want the ball in his hands. And if it's not in his hands, then, you know, that's a win for the Patriots. You know,
2: the only thing that I will say about that, like you both. That's a great point. And I feel like that could be a way for the Patriots to, like you mentioned, keep Josh on the sideline, control the clock. And you're right. That's how Bill Belichick beat the Bills in in the first Super Bowl that we should have won. man, we didn't (laughs) win. So, you know, you think about that. But the difference is. Josh also accounts for a big chunk of our rushing yards as well. So if you, if you do that to where um, they start and that they finally brought one back last week, and I'm hoping that we see more and more of it now that Josh is starting to get healthy. Um, They, they, we really had a big part of our playbook where Josh would have these like quarterback sweeps where they would have two linemen out in front of them and, maybe Gabe Davis as a good blocking receiver and Dawson Knox, and they would just like have a, a wall in front of them and he would turn something that would should probably be a five yard gain into a 20 yard gain. So I feel like if we start seeing those type of plays with Josh or if, and then like you mentioned, um Devin Singletary has been playing better. So if they challenge him to do it, I'm not saying he's going to beat you, but you also got to look at the fact that, that James Cook has actually woken up a bit now too. He's had a great game last week. He's faster. He's shifty. So, while I agree where it's like you want the ball in Josh's hands, it's like, yeah, it's going to be in his hands. It just might be running people over instead of throwing, you know? So if, if that's the case, if we're putting the ball in Josh's hands in that way, and then we're going to say, Devin, be a supporting cast this week. And James be a supporting cast. I actually, I I think I like, I like my chances with that. Yeah. And it's
0: the Patriots have had their issues against running quarterbacks this year. And obviously Josh Allen is not Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields, but he is, Way closer to that than he is to being Mac Jones in terms of mobility. It's yeah. what, is he a top four scrambling quarterback, running quarterback in the league?
1: Mm-hmm. Fields, yeah, Jackson,
0: Josh Allen, and Jalen Hurts. That's those are the guys. Yeah. yeah, Josh Allen coming, Josh Allen coming downhill full speed against Mac Wilson at the second level does not sound like a very good option for the Patriots. <laughs>
1: No, no, no. no. Mac Wilson trying to tackle any, anyone running the ball is not, is not a great option. I don't think. Yeah. Um Now, but, Jelani
0: yeah. Tavai, if Jelani Tivai can plan to hit the way he did uh last week in that uh, cold night and uh, cold night in Foxborough on Thursday, Josh right. Allen will feel, I don't know if it'll change anything, but he will feel that.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, and that's, you know, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting chess match. I do think, so the other side, we talked about that a little bit. I think that that's a win for the bills. It is like, that's, the, as good as the Patriots' defense has been, they're going to have the hands full with the Bills' offense. I mean, the Bills haven't punted the last two games against the Patriots, right? So, like, you know, it's just it's one of those things where you know um, where the Patriots are going to. It's going to be tough. Now, Dark Blue Gold points out, July Divi I owe July Tevye an apology. I apologized to him in person. I saw him in person at the at at uh, the Taunton football game. I said I said hello. I told him he proved me wrong, uh, and he got paid. And he got paid uh, two years, $4.4 and it's well-deserved. The kid has – he's really been playing well. Um, and, you know, he's a spot guy. He's not – doesn't do everything. Okay? But as Matt said, like, he's a guy who fills in the running game. He's kind of that a and Roberts-type role where he he does really well in the running game. He plays all of the special teams. He does everything. So he'll be out there on the field. I, I just – I worry about him trying to chase down Josh Allen running running to the – running sideline to sideline.
0: The, the Patriots seem to have an endless supply of like linebacker two caliber guys who can stop the run. Like right. there's just there's just always another one coming because it's Bentley and Devine had landed Roberts before, yeah. and
1: they don't have a they don't have a linebacker one, which is that's the guy I want to talk about on your side of the defense spence because uh a few years ago was it two years ago matt milano was a free agent and i said just give matt milano all of the money go get matt milano he's yeah. a beast and everyone was like matt milano stinks and i'm like no do you watch the games Matt Milano's a good player the bills obviously end up resigning him and he is absolutely balling out this year for you guys he's been absolutely fantastic um you know arguably one of the best linebackers in the game this year does everything does everything stops the run plays the pass really well um guy just guy does it all
2: yeah it's gonna it's it's gonna have to be a huge game from him you know and you you, we get Tremaine Edmonds back as well who's actually been having the best season of his career so far so as far as the linebacker combination I think they together they they kind of create this this wall behind the defensive line that yeah you're right they they shut down tight ends this year we haven't been getting beat up by tight ends and in the running game they absolutely like they they support that defensive line. And it's been one of the best defensive performances as far as run defense that we've seen in a few years. It was probably our biggest weakness last year. Obviously, you guys won a game like that um, mm-hmm. when you came to Buffalo and the weather was bad. But this year, we had maybe a game and a half, two two games and a half, maybe I would say it wasn't the best performance. But then you look at who's been in and who's been out, and you get it. But, but right. no. Matt Milano is definitely, he, to me, he has an all pro type season that he's putting on film. Um, the only guy in the AFC that I would compare for his position. And I, I felt bad, like I was upset saying that he was a linebacker because I feel like he's a defensive end, but your guy, uh, Judon is like Judon, lights yes. out this year. I feel like he's more defensive end than he is actual li- uh, uh, linebacker, I but, yeah. but I, I get it. Like we'll, we'll give him the linebacker title and, you know, but he's a beast too. So, yeah. Matt Milano is doing it though. You were right. Um, I always liked him, but you know, it, for me, it- they always touted him as like the best cover linebacker in the AFC. He covers so yeah. well. And right. then he gets eaten up in the playoffs against Travis Kelsey. We get it. Right. So, you know, like part of me was a little like, uh, but, but no, this year, he absolutely is. He played lights. He's playing lights out. And, and I think he deserves a lot more recognition than he's getting. He finally got a defensive player of the week award. I, I think, I think this is the year that we really start to see people notice what you were saying, you know, a couple of years ago when they gave him that extension.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah agreed. So uh Darkwood Gaultier has got a question about Von Miller. Obviously Von Miller out uh sounded like on his podcast he's going to miss a few weeks uh maybe more sounded like he might be going in for some sort of surgery uh cleaning something up but uh obviously missing this week do, do you think that that's going to be uh that's going to be an impact uh, how uh, it's going to be an impact but how big of an impact do you think it'll be on the defensive line and certainly on the on the pass rush?
2: It's going to be a huge, uh, a huge loss for us. Um, Now we do get Greg Rousseau back and we get AJ Epinesa healthy. So that's, that's a huge, that's huge for us to get those guys back. Greg Rousseau has been playing great, but Von Miller, he elevates the entire defensive line. He, he elevates the linebackers behind him. He gets to the, even if he doesn't bring the quarterback down, which he's been doing great this year, you know, he gets to the quarterback and makes them rush, which, you know, when you got Jordan Poyer in the back and you got, you know, Trey White, his back, so they're going to ramp up some of his snaps as well. So when you when you have that type of secondary behind a line like that, you're obviously you're obviously going to miss Von Miller. Uh, luckily, he he's going to wait for the surgery. He's only going to be out for a couple of weeks. It sounds like he's going to be back for that Jets game. So, um that's what we're, that's what we're hoping and praying at least that's what he said today on his podcast but he does it, we dodged a bullet with the acl tear he did right. um have a slight meniscus tear but he feels that he can play with a brace he did that previously in his career when he was with denver so i'm just hoping that uh that it's really just that simple for him and he can deal with it after the season because yeah it's a huge you know what draw.
1: i i did miss that he said he said he would trying to be back for the bills Jets game. i thought he said he he uh he had something in there they had to go in and clean up or something like something along those lines uh maybe yeah I, Maybe I misquoted him or was looking at someone else. But uh, but it is going to be interesting to see. And, and of course, you know, with a guy like that at that age, it's tough. Like, you know, regardless, you come back, are you 100%? Are you mentally worried about your, you know, worried about your uh, your knee and stuff? And so that's that can certainly have an impact, you know. And so I think it helps, especially for the Patriots, who have struggled in the offensive line, um, you know. And you guys have built – the Bills have done a really nice job of building their – their edge through the draft. Of course, they spent, they drafted Epinesa high. They drafted Rousseau high. Like they went out and got these guys that they felt were important to rush the passer because they see that happening, right? Patriots did the same thing. They draft Josh Houshey. They go for Anthony Jennings. They spend a a ton of money on Matthew Judon. Like, so that's like, these teams understand that getting after the quarterback, I think all teams in the NFL understand that. But like these two teams saw that coming and said, we need to really invest in these players and it's paid off for them. You know, for the Bills, I think have gotten have gotten good results out of those guys. And uh, you're right, dark blue I'm sorry, I I said Anthony Jennings. I People, Penny Jennings. So, on, Spence, man. you don't know this, but but Anthony Jennings. I'm the only guy in Patriots media. I'm probably the only guy in media that calls Anthony Jennings Penny Jennings. Uh I'm trying to get it going. It's not well, working. No, I get very it. Low, I get it. I'm There's trying. only
2: one penny though. There's only one penny. Let's not disrespect the hard like that guy. <laughs> that is
1: true. He, Let's not disrespect Penny. That's that's very true. No, no. There's no disrespect. No disrespect because I think I think Anthony Jennings is a good player. Um, and no, so he that's is a good player. I, but when I'm I sorry. say it's
2: disrespect, because to me, <sighs> if it wasn't for the knee injuries, if it wasn't for ACL, oh, we would talk he, about Penny yeah. Hardaway in He'd a completely different way. Like the guy was – he was absolutely dominant when Shaq was with him in yeah. Orlando. He played – even with the knee injuries, he played great out in Phoenix. Like the yeah. guy – I think a lot of times when people, especially younger guys, Matt, are you extremely familiar with Penny Hardaway? I'm not trying to be funny there. I know uh, Pat I, I'm talked more about your familiar major with there. him
0: as a head coach than as a player. <laughs> okay, <laughs>
2: uh, look, when you get some time, yeah. just go and like YouTube Penny Hardaway highlights. I'm gonna just tell you, this the guy was incredible. Like he's what we don't, this isn't a basketball show, but I'm gonna just tell you, dude, like he he was incredible, man. Like he was absolutely incredible. He's my all time favorite NBA player. So so that's why when I say like, don't disrespect, I mean, I look at Penny, like he's that dude to me. He's that man. He,
1: he was, you know, him and Shaq together, bro. They were outrageous. They were. And it's, it's a shame that it gets cut short with injuries and everything else, but man, they were, they were unbelievable. That was next level stuff.
0: Yeah. He's got so, he's got Memphis in a pretty good spot this year at least, though. He's doing a he's he's finding it, he's putting it all together as a head coach down there finally, which is good.
1: So, but <laughs> that was good. A little penny for your thoughts there. I like that. And listen, you it. know, I
2: uh
1: yeah, no, I, I'm old enough, Spence. You know me, I'm old enough to know it. And, yeah. and it's a little little homage to uh to, to Penny Hardaway there. But uh
2: I respect it. Penny was that dude, man. Like he dude, was
1: he, he was. I know, it all you know after, what? So now one then.
2: little tidbit. I know this isn't the point of that show, but one little tidbit. I, I hate the way it's not talked about that the Bulls lost in the playoffs to to that Orlando Magic team. I know. And they try to use the excuse that well, that's the year that Jordan came back and he wasn't 100%. Right. Miss me. Miss Get me with that here. completely. <laughs> yeah. Like right. y- Y'all just want to give Jordan an excuse. Mm-hmm. Everybody talks about, well, he made it to the finals six times and never lost. Well, what about the year that he got clapped by the right. Orlando Magic? Let's talk yeah. about that. But, they okay, were. Sorry.
1: They were outrageous. They were outrageous. outrageous. You know, it's funny. It's funny that Penny's your favorite player. My favorite player, uh, my favorite basketball player of all time. How about this, Damon Sotomayor. Mighty nice. Mouse? Just completely yeah. random. No idea why, but I was a young kid. He Toronto Raptors. They wore the purple jerseys. He was dope. Yeah, loved him. So he made that team um,
2: relevant, man. Like, he, like he did. if it wasn't for starter, like nobody. Well, I can't say nobody, but I mean, like he, he was he was a hooper, man. Like, yeah. I love and the, the guard play. It used to be guard play. Now it's like it was. the
1: forward game. Bro, the jailblazers, they almost had they had the they had the uh the Lakers like 3-1, or maybe 3-2, and they and they blew it. They had we were up in the fourth quarter a game. So, oh my god, dude. The anyways, spin? come on, it's the Lakers. So <laughs> anyways, all right, let's get let's get back to football. Um so but listen, it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be interesting, it's gonna be a really good matchup, I think, on both sides of the football. And this is where it's because they have talent. Like, both these teams are talented. Now, the Bills are a more talented team top the bottom. They're, I don't think there's any doubt about that. The one thing that I think the Bills, two things that the Bills, I think, always struggled with. Number one was coaching. And number two was quarterback play, right? It always felt like, to me, like, you know, the coach was fine, but they never had a next-level coach, right? Since Marvin Levy retired, at least. And, you know, the quarterbacks were okay at times. But since Jim Kelly left, they never had an actual quarterback. Now they got a really good coach. They got a really good quarterback, and you're looking at it sitting there saying, "Like, hey, they're in the position the Patriots were in for 20 years, right now. How long it's going to continue? We don't know, right? But I will say, as a Patriots fan, I will tell you one thing that Patriots fans didn't do enough of is enjoy the time that you have because we we sit back here now, and you know, and I remember the days when I got made fun of in middle school for wearing Patriots stuff to to school because the Patriots sucked and all that stuff, but. You don't remember that, man, 20, 25, 26, 27 year old kids. They don't know any of that stuff, you know? And so, so Bill's fans enjoy it while it lasts because it doesn't last forever. Uh, It might last a while, but it does not last forever. And, uh, you know, and and then you'll be fighting to be relevant again, like the Patriots are right now. And, and you're sitting there like, oh God, I wish I had appreciated what I had, you know?
2: Well, I have a tattoo um, and it says all glory is fleeting. And it's, it's one of those things where I I try to recognize that, you know, you could be living it up in this moment right now. And then Mm -hmm. in any moment it can be taken from you. So I, I, and, and then to your point, You're right. I was that guy that was still wearing Bill. I was wearing an EJ manual jersey. I was wearing, you know, I don't even want to go down the gauntlet list of quarterbacks (laughs) that we had. But I lived in Indianapolis for a while and I moved to Indianapolis right after. So uh, Peyton Manning left. They had a down year, but then they got Andrew Luck. And then it was just like you go from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. Like, like how do you freaking do that? They did it. And I'm out there and everybody's excited. There's a buzz in the city and I'm walking around in an EJ manual Jersey. And they're like, man, you know, and then one of my closest friends is a, is a green Bay fan. You go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, And so, you know, like, the conversation was always, well, we'll talk to y'all Bills fans when the season starts again. We got playoff things to talk about. Right. So now I'm enjoying it. I'm going to take every single... I get upset when we don't play the way I feel like it, but at the same time, I try to like live in the moment. I try to enjoy every single win. Uh, even even the games that we lose, I feel like there's there's always some highlights and there's always things in there where it's just like, you know what? I'm yeah. just happy that we got Josh Allen. I'm happy that we got Stephon Diggs. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm there. Yeah. And, and yeah. if that there's that nice feeling in there, too. And it's like when you get
0: beat, you know, it's because the other team had a real good day, too. It's not just yeah. like you went out there and
2: laid an egg. No, it's because the other team had to do something to beat you. It feels good. I tell you what, too. And, it, you know, is AFC East relevant? So, like, what was it? Week three, week four, whatever week it was when we went down to Miami. I, I was at that game. And again, this is I'm not I'm not throwing excuses out. We lost. We took an L. But I was at that game when I tell you, man, I was dehydrated. I was trying like I must have filled that water bottle up five, six times and it just wasn't enough. It was so hot. And the way that I know you probably seen the complaints, not just from us, but like Vikings fans and other fans. When the sun is beaming during the game, it's Mm -hmm. literally on the visitor side. And the difference in the temperature between the sidelines is like 30 degrees. And, you know, you got Stefan Diggs, who I think is. I think you can tell his work ethic. You can tell that he's not a guy that's not in shape. He had to get two IVs during halftime. You know, like when you have like half your offensive line going out because of like heat exhaustion and, you know, nothing's working as far as rehydrating these guys. I think for us to lose on the last second, you know, like where right. Isaiah McKenzie didn't get out of bounds, another mistake, but whatever, <laughs> we, we you when you have that type of game, it's like, you know what? I still feel like we're better than the Dolphins. But obviously on the on the scoreboard, Miami Dolphins fans are just like, nope, we beat you guys. You guys suck. Okay, I'll deal with it so you guys have to come to Buffalo. We'll right. see how that is when, yeah. when you don't have a 20-degree difference or 30-degree well, difference helping you yeah. win.
0: I think yeah. I think that's one of the, the craziest things about this Bill's schedule and season so far is you guys are 0-2 in the division right now. Yeah. And it's going to be – this game will be December 1st and you still won't have played a home divisional game
2: yeah talk that's about
0: that's I mean, backloaded but it crazy. sets up nicely for you guys with the uh the chill up there in buffalo if you can especially i remember that from the old patriots days anytime you see miami's coming to town in december or january it's oh i mean that's a win
1: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah but you know what what i'm th- so i'm i'm also one of those bills fans where i look at it like i don't know how much of a you know, everybody tries to say it's home field advantage and I get it, I guess, cause they, the guys live there during the season, but in reality, you know, Josh lives in California, you know, Isaiah McKenzie lives in, in Miami, you know, like these guys live in warm climates. There's a bunch yeah. of, guys, there's a bunch of bills players that live out here in Phoenix. So it's like, you know, these guys live in, in areas and then they come back for the season. So it's like at the same time, I just don't feel like it's as much of an advantage as people like to say. Uh, but, you're right. When you got not the Patriots because you guys get some cool, some cold weather there too, but yeah, you get Miami coming to Buffalo. We'll see how you guys deal with with it. Come on, bring it. Yeah, I can't. Exactly. I can't wait for that game. I can't. Oh, it's
1: gonna wait. be good. So dark blue gold uh, petition to physically move Miami to Newfoundland just to make it geographically closer. I would sign that petition absolutely. I, would, I mean, too. I think you know it's only fair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But uh. But no, it, it is. Those, those games, those cold weather games, man, I love them. I love, as a fan, I love the cold, weather. I love going to the cold weather games. People think I'm crazy. And they're like, but it's just, you know, throw on, throw on the warm stuff. It's fine. You know what I mean? I love the cold weather games and I always like playing in the cold weather games too. But when you are used to playing all year long in the, you know, in the heat, you're right. it is, it's a challenge. And just like where the Patriots, you know, when they're used to playing in the, in the cold weather, they go down to Miami in December. You know, that's a tough, that's a tough trip to make too, because you're so used to the cold weather and now all of a sudden you're in the warm weather. And again, that sideline is the sun's beating down on you and it's, you know, 85, 90 degrees out in, in the, in the sun and you know, you're sweating bullets. Right. And so it does make it a little bit more challenging, you know?
2: Yeah, and and you're right though. You do love the cold. You, you I I felt bad for you cuz you missed the the game last year. You wanted to be there, but I did, I'm sure after yeah. the game was over, you were like, "Yeah, I probably didn't want to sit in one pretty happy weather pretty weather, happy to not right? yeah. make
1: that 8-hour drive for that game." So, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: For sure. I wish <laughs> so uh, that, but, you. So, but that know. game
2: in
0: Buffalo too this year. That's going to be another cold one, week 18. Second week in January there. That is
1: Yeah, that's going to be that, like the like December 9th or something like that. No, January 9th. I'm sorry. It's gonna be uh real cold. Real cold. That's, but that's fun. Again, it's it's part of the it's part of the fun of it. That's what makes it fun. If people are talking about oh, Buffalo should build a dome. I'm like, why? Why would you build a dome? You have I am a hundred
2: percent. I am a hundred percent on that team. Team dome all the way. Yeah. Team well, dome.
1: you got the track, you got the track out there. Dome's domes a, a track, you know, might as well, right? So I'm always an elements guy. I feel like the elements yeah you know, they, they even things up a little bit, you know?
0: I, I hear you, I always,
2: but... Oh, go ahead, Matt. My bad.
0: I, I always remember that Pats-Dolphins game in 03. The Pats win 12 nothing, and the fans throwing snow in the air and all that,
2: and that's that's what football is to me, so... Yeah, yeah, I hear you, and from a from a fun perspective, like, playing football as a kid, yeah, I'm with you, but, like... So now I think in today's NFL, it's also different. Even from when, when you guys had Tom Brady over the years and like you won the six Super Bowls and you did all this stuff. Right. But I think it's different. The game is played different even from then. And like now it's full pedal to the metal. You get every team has a great receiver, at least one. Every team wants a quarterback that can fling the ball. So you right. draft Josh Allen and I get it. You you draft him uh, because he has a strong arm and he can throw through the ed- elements. But Go look at his stats in a dome compared to the elements. And he's like insane. Why would you not want your quarterback to have eight or nine games, depending on how the year falls out the schedule now? Why would you not want him to have eight games where you know he's going to be better than the other guy? Just Correct.
1: Brady's dome numbers are are outrageous. They're just foolish. It's Again, I know know?
2: your your team elements, but could you imagine if you guys would have had a dome – when Brady was playing, like the year you guys had Moss, are you kidding me? Could you imagine <laughs> that with a do- come on? He scored
1: seventy points a game. I mean, it's you know, it's outrageous. Yeah. So I, I want to
0: dark blue gold commented in the commented this, and I I have a bone to pick here with just the Bills organization. This is the throwback week for the Pats. The Bills have white throwback uniforms in the rotation. Why are you not wearing them this week? That we can have a whole throwback game going here.
2: Did they announce what they're wearing? I didn't see if I didn't see that announcement yet.
0: They did. It's just the regular white on white.
2: Okay. Well, so well first uh, he he mentioned the red helmets. The Bills um I, I'm not sure exactly what the rule is, but they are they already have like an alternate helmet. So I think they like the way the league did it, yeah. they couldn't bring the red one back, right. which is fine, but they do have to your point, they have like the AFL throwbacks. I don't know. They missed a huge opportunity here to not have like a throwback game. Like I just, I think would be great. But yeah, I love. Oh, can I speak? I love your your uniform. Like I mean, I'm a Bills fan. But like the other day when when you guys um, when the team tweeted it out, oh yeah, I wasn't joking when I did. Like I was like, yo, this is fire. I get trashed every single year because I love those jerseys, and I don't care what Bills fans say. Yeah, those are some of the dog. Like those are probably probably my second favorite uniforms in the entire NFL. And the like red and, throwbacks, and yeah. Like so, oh my god, they're beautiful, man. Like yeah. Yeah. the helmet, everything, just everything about it is just gorgeous. The yeah, whole thing, it's it's fantastic. They should have the field to match too. They did that
1: yeah. in the Lions game earlier yeah, this year,
0: which is a ton of fun. And uh yeah, it's good stuff. I really wish the Bills would bring out the red helmet throwbacks. Those are like the the red helmet, blue jersey, white pants, mm-hmm. red socks is like what the Bills looks like to me, and like. I mean, that's that's like that's that's uniform. these uniforms are probably not changing until after he's gone. So it's a shame. Right. We, we might not see the red throwbacks for
1: yeah. a bit. Uh, darpa Gold um, wants to know, what what's your number one? What's your number one uh, uh, uniform?
2: Oh, it's, it's by far the powder blues. The, the Charger powder the Charges, blues. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow those, pants or white just, pants? I would probably go white pants in, in like my – my Thomason mine, like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the, the powder blues, I, I just, they're just so they're gorgeous.
1: Yeah. Those are, I do. Those are, uh, that's those are tough to beat. Those ones are tough to beat. Yeah. I love the red. <sighs> I went out, I went out and got a, uh, got a Marcus Jones red Jersey. I told my dad walking into the Jets game. True story. Now <laughs> I wrote, I, I, Marcus Jones, is my guy, I wrote one, I made one prospect thread on Twitter it was Marcus Jones. It was one guy I wanted the Patriots to draft it was Marcus Jones. They drafted him, uh, and so walking into the Jets game, I said to my dad, "If he takes one back at all this year, at all, if he takes one back this year, I have to go out and get a red Marcus Jones jersey." And then he ends the Jets game with with a punt return touchdown. I'm like, "Well, that's it. I gotta I gotta go and get my jersey." So I did. I did that uh, day after day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday. Went down to the pro shop and picked up a uh, which I didn't know at the pro shop. For for all you Patriots fans out there, the Pro Shop will do, will customize your jersey on the spot. You don't have to send it away; they can oh, do it so. right there on the spot. I I ordered my jersey. I went to the hall for an hour or twenty five minutes, thirty five minutes. I was back. Boom was done. It was unbelievable. So they could do it right there on the spot. It's great. So
0: I, I have uh, a I have a bone to pick with the Patriots Pro Shop too. While we're talking about this, because. <laughs> I, uh what do you call it? I got, I've got the new, like the blue Pats jersey that they've got now. I don't have one of the new road ones. And Devin McCourty yeah. has been my favorite non-Tom Brady Patriot for a long time now. I want a white Devin McCourty jersey.
1: Yeah, they don't Not have available.
0: that. Huh? They don't have that on the shop. So you have to pay extra right. to get it customized. Which, dude, he's this is going to be his 200th career game. He's a captain. Great guy on and off the field. Mm-hmm. Does oh, awesome yeah, stuff. It's
1: bizarre. It's bizarre so you, you wouldn't keep- have McCourty. I, I wonder if they get, have like, it a hang a on the rack. Just
0: Jersey too, probably,
2: but you can't get the white McCourty. <laughs> That's insane though. You're right. that you should, they, they should absolutely have that Jersey available.
1: Yeah. yeah. I can head down there. I'll head down there for you, Matt. I'll take a look. Yeah. Cause you're in yeah. New York. I'll take a look and see if they got one. Maybe speak you to know, the manager remember, me, please. You got to remember now that online store is not run by the Patriots pro shop, that online store is run by fanatics. Right. So it's yeah. possible that they have it at the pro shop. And then, so,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I, I have more faith in the Patriots Pro Shop getting things right than Fanatics getting things right. right. That's for sure. Correct.
1: Correct. Um, all right. We're in the weeds a little bit. All right. Let's get <laughs> let's get back to the, to the actual game. Spence, I think we're pretty much done here. What do you think, though? What do you think about the game? I, I have a feeling what you think about the game, but what do you what do you think about the game and why do you think what you think?
2: Well, so earlier I joked with you, and I'm like, "Yo, oh, the Bills are going to blow everybody up. But, but truthfully, I think this game is going is to be close. I think it's um, – well, it depends for me. It depends on what version of Josh Allen we see. Is Josh Allen injured or is Josh Allen finally – this is the first week that the injury report says full practice and not limited. It's the first time that he's not, like, favoring his arm and they're talking about him possibly not wearing his arm brace and all that. So, so if he's healthy from that injury against the Jets – then we might see a conversation like the conversation is completely different for me. Then I'm looking mm-hmm. for the game to be what we saw, um, you know, the first week last year of the playoffs or the second game against the Patriots last year. I'm looking for that. But if if he's not healthy and he's and he's um being timid, throwing the ball and he's questioning himself, then, you know, I, honestly, I, I wouldn't fault anybody for taking the under here. And I, I think it would be one of those games where you know, if you like defense, tune into this game, because I think you're going to see a lot of running the ball on both sides. And I think it's going to come down to whoever has the ball last. And Mm -hmm. luckily for bills fans, if that's the case, we do have a quarterback that even if he doesn't play well throughout the entire game, um, you know, when it's a minute and 20 seconds left, something clicks. Like he just kind of turns into this different guy and he picks up the yards he has to pick up or he gets us in position and he does whatever he has to do. So, I mean, I think the bills are going to win. I'm, pretty confident in that not overly confident like obviously you know I sang a lot of praises for your defense and, and your running game and you know we've seen the Jets when they controlled the clock they absolutely destroyed us in that second half and you know if Bill Belichick is as smart and as great as everybody has said he is over the years he understands that so you know it could go either way and but but I'm gonna go with my team here I just think that you know, I'm gonna trust my quarterback, man. Is it's, it's hard for me to bet against Josh, even when he has a couple bad games in a row. And
0: he, he seems like a guy who gets up for the big game too. When he's had the bad games, it's the one o'clock starts. It's that game at home against the Falcons last year in the snow in December and one o'clock, like yeah, it's right. he brings it for prime time. And I think that's what scares me the most about this game. It feels Every like time. like the Bills do not like the Patriots. They wanna beat the Patriots. Yeah. Every, throwing everything else out, it feels like you're gonna they're going to bring the A-game, they're going to bring the game plan, they're going to bring the energy, and you combine that with the fact that they're already the more talented team, and it's matching all of that becomes a very, very difficult task. It's very possible to I me. Mean, it's football, and these teams are, even though the Bills are more talented, it's still a pretty thin margin there, all things considered. So, yeah, you never know
2: what's going to happen, but that's a very tough machine to beat if it's all coming together. Yeah. And you're right. You you mentioned, you know, it's a big game. Josh was on Cal Brandt's show today and he was talking like, yeah, it's just, you know, we want to go 1-0 and every week. I promise you. When that camera goes off, <laughs> they're serious about this game, man. Like Patriots yeah. week is a big deal. I know it's not the matchup it used to be with Tom Brady. And I know it's not like, yeah, I, I get that. It's still a division game and the Patriots ran Buffalo for almost 20 years. It doesn't matter when they... They want to flip the script completely. Not just the last couple years, they want to dominate your franchise for the next for like for the foreseeable future. This game is important to both Sean McDermott and Josh Allen, so it, it's okay. and, and and Stephon Diggs. I don't think he likes your fans, so I th- I think you know I think he shows up as well when he comes out there. So well, it's gonna be and, a big deal.
1: And you know, I think I think there there's something to be said too about about you know we were big brother for a while, right? And it, and it meant something you know, when you finally beat the, and in 2020, it's funny because that 2020 game in Buffalo, where the Patriots were driving to win the game and Cam Newton fumbles and and they lose. And, and, you know, and who knows what would have happened there, but I think, and it wasn't just that, but I think after that, you saw a little bit more swagger and a little bit more confidence out of the bills because, Hey, not only we good, we just beat the Patriots. Like that's Mm -hmm. off our back now. Right. And so, you know, that's one of those things for me where I look at it and say, Hey, like it means something. Right. And, and just like the Patriots, when they play the jets, it's jets week. It doesn't matter how good the Patriots or jets are. It makes no difference. It's the jets, mm-hmm. right? You got to beat the jets. And I think that the bills look at it the same way. If I'm, the, if I'm looking at it from the Patriots perspective, it comes down to the defense. First, the bills haven't punted in two games against the Patriots. They, they got, you got absolutely embarrassed by the bills in two straight games. And again, Maybe your defense – maybe your offense didn't play great. That's fine, right? Your offense had a little bit of struggle here and there. Mac Jones gets picked off in that first drive in the playoff game on just a, just a freakishly good play, uh, yeah. you know, in the end zone. But at, at the end of the day, you look at it and say, well, you know, the defense doesn't, doesn't get off the field once, not even one time. So the offense never had a chance to get going because they were like, well, we have to score in every single possession. So when you put that much pressure on your offense – It's a losing proposition, and so you need your defense to step up. I think the Patriots really need their defense to step up and play well. If they can do that, if they can get after the quarterback with the injuries on the offensive line that the Bills have, and of course, you know the way that Judon and Ushay have been playing, if they can get after the quarterback and get after Josh Allen and make him uncomfortable back there, I think they have a chance. If they can't, Patriots going to get blown out. And so to me, it comes down to hey, the offense got to play well. We all we all focused on Mac Jones and want Mac Jones to play well and. Bill O'Brien and, and not Bill O'Brien. Uh Matty P and uh and and what's his name over there? Um uh who the hell's the former Giants coach? Um who the hell am I trying to think of here? Doesn't matter. Um the the quarterback's coach, the the special teams guy. What the hell's his name? I'm blanking. Come on, Matt. Help me out for Christ's sake. The other thank you, Joe sure Judge. Right. Thank you, Dark Blue Gold. Uh I'm, like, yes, I'm no. looking
2: around. I'm like, I don't know who he's talking about. <laughs> I want to not help. <laughs> Maddie,
1: Matty, Matty P and Joe Judge. We're all focused on that. But offensively, it's like, whatever, dude, like, hey, you got to score to keep up with the Bills. That's true. But yeah. the defense got to get off the damn field. And that's you, that's what it comes down to, you know, and if they can't, then then it's going to be a bloodbath. You know,
2: well, I tell you what, I don't as, as much as you know, I love my team. This isn't the same team, Right. We missed Cole Beasley. So so yeah. like I just there's something that um I mean, we talk about it in Buffalo a ton. I don't feel like people talk about it around the country we miss Cole Beasley. So, you know, whereas last year, you know, you have a third and eight where it's just like, okay, you got a chance to get, get the bills off the field. Cole Beasley on third and eight was automatic third, like 10 yard reception automatic. You know, we don't have an automatic guy. You talked about um, Isaiah McKenzie earlier. It might happen against the Patriots. Like that, that's the game that maybe he does it because he's that he normally performs for the Patriots. But generally, we don't have that guy, and that's part of the reason why we haven't been able to. You know, the offense just. I think, obviously, I wouldn't even say since he injured his elbow, because even prior to that, the Jets game, he he injured his elbow in the fourth quarter. You know, come on, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like it's twenty right. points against the Jets, like it. It should yeah. be like what what I'm used to as a Bills fan since the last two years. I'm, I'm used to the the thirty five to. 17 scores i'm right. used to the. so when you when you're starting to see the lions game we, we win by a field goal at the last second like that's when you know so we miss cole beasley man so i don't think you're gonna have to worry about not giving uh marcus his, his opportunities this week i think he's absolutely going to get a couple opportunities to try and bust one open but if we're smart we won't even kick it to him we'll kick it out
1: yeah yeah agreed so we'll see we'll see what happens i think look I mean, from Patriots, from a a Patriots perspective, I just want to play well. Just play well, keep it competitive. And then if you're competitive at the end of the game, then you give yourself a chance. And, you know, if you're winning with a minute left to go and you lose because Josh Allen just does Josh Allen things and you lose, like, what are you going to do? Like, sometimes that just happens, you know? But if you're competitive the whole way through and you push them to the brink, that to me is a stepping stone. We're not winning the Super Bowl this year. We might not even make the playoffs this year the way things are going. But we're a fringe playoff team. But if you can play against the elites in the league, the Bills are among the elites in the league. The Vikings, whether well, people who want to say want to believe it or not, are are among the elites in the league. They are you are what you are. They're nine and two, right? So, yeah. so you know, the, if you are among the elites in the league, can you play with those guys? And the Patriots, you know, if they can do that, then you walk away saying, "Hey, we lost the last two, but you've shown you can play with these guys." So now. When you go out to Arizona, you should kill Arizona. When you play Vegas, you should beat oh God, Vegas. Yeah. And th- you know, so so now it's like, hey, we got some of this momentum going forward. Now we have we give ourselves a chance to to make the playoffs. So, but anyways, that, I'm gonna that's be wearing my Cam jersey
2: that game when those guys come out to Phoenix to, to or Glendale to, okay. to play the Cardinals. I'm like wearing it. my Cam jersey. I got Love it. I, well, I got white and navy. I don't know which one yet. Probably white. Okay. But I,
1: all right, are you gonna are you gonna be there? Are you gonna go to the game?
2: Yep, yep. I'll be at Love the
1: game. it. Nice. There you go. Any yeah. any Patriots fans out there, man. Hit up Spence, dude. Spence, is a, he's a good guy. He's a Bills fan, but he'd be wearing a Cam jersey, wearing a Patriots jersey at the I game. So So uh so hit up Spence if you if you're out in uh, if you're out in Arizona for a trip out there. Yeah.
0: I'll say as a Pats fan in this game, I'll just be I'll be happy if we force one punt and lead at any point. <laughs> After the past really? two games, let's yeah. just start there. Anything right. better than like I'd love more than that, but that's like we should be able
2: to get over that bar. Just right. Get over that one. Show improvement. That's yeah. agreed. agreed. Do me a favor. When y'all get done with this, download the, the video. And I need that clip. It, just, <laughs> it feels good to hear Patriots fans talk like this. It's just like it's it's a un yeah. it's uncharted territory for me. Uh it, but but I promise you, I'm not, I'm not doubting my team at all here, but what I'm saying is like I promise you, you guys are in a much better position this year than you think you are. I hope um, so. The, 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 right. the division is still competitive you still can get like look the jets i know mike white looked okay last week like he looked good actually anything compared to what zach is doing, doing <laughs> yeah great yeah but he looked good they have some tough games still it's not gonna be a walk in the park for them you guys can still make the playoffs it, look the way the bills have been playing offensively it's not a, it's not a given that we're gonna run right. the, the table here uh miami is so again like Let's see how it goes, man. But I, I really don't – I don't think you're, you, you're going to be in a position where next week you're going to – or at post-game you're going to go live and be like, man, we didn't – we couldn't make them punt again. This is ridiculous. It's not going to be that game. I, I promise you, I right. think it's going to yeah. be a more competitive game. If, yeah, I agree. If the, the best coach in NFL
0: history can't figure out a way to skip force a punt here in three straight games, then yeah, gonna be bad. maybe you guys have just – maybe Josh Allen's broken football.
2: Maybe yeah. that's what we need yeah. to fix. I mean, that's the case. I would so, like it. I would like it. Yeah.
1: But we'll see. I mean, I, I'm I'm with you on that, Spence. I do think that the Patriots have a, have a shot here, and and we start doing the calculus of how to get into the playoffs. You know, we talked about it already. I talked about it in your show. Patriots got to win four to six. They have to. If you want to, if you want a realistic chance of getting in, you you know nine and eight probably not going to cut it in the AFC this year. So you really need to get the ten and seven, which means you got to win four to six, which means either you have to beat Miami or Cincinnati mm-hmm. or beat the Bills once. You got to. You know, two of those three things got to happen. So, like, you know, so that it comes down to, you know, those are the three games. I, I think you should beat Arizona. And you should beat Vegas. So it's two of those three games are, are really are really where you're at. So um, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the next few weeks. So I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. But all right, let's get into uh, let's get into our final our final segment here. Um, here, here we go. My favorite, my favorite segment. I love this segment so much. I love this. I'm, I'm very excited about it. I'm excited about it every week. Here we go. And now for something we think you'll really like, This Week in Sports History. All right. So it is This Week in Sports History, which, of course, uh, Matt always turns it into trivia time, which I love. But Spence came prepared brought the knowledge and came prepared i'm gonna let spence go first with this week in sports history because uh he was like oh is that the game you mean and i'm like it, it is actually the game that i'm talking about so so uh so start let's start us off spence
2: well wait i was actually thinking about it this whole time and i'm like you know what that was a good one i'm gonna let you keep it i was gonna <laughs> bring a different one okay all right bring a different one then i like oh, it i'm gonna bring um so on this day in 1992 the GOAT of all GOATs when it comes to NFL play, the the GOAT Jerry Rice caught his 100th NFL touchdown pass. And he was like, I mean, first of all, Jerry Rice.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And that was a heck of a, so I think that was a big day. It came against the Raiders. <laughs> Sorry, Raiders fans. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't
1: apologize to Raiders fans. We don't, we don't care about Raiders fans around here. Touche. So. But that's a good one. That's a good one. 100th, 100th career touchdown catch from Jerry Rice. All right, the one you talked about, the one I mentioned before, 1934. Today, 1934, that's November 29th, 1934. Chicago Bears beat the Detroit Lions 19-16 in the first NFL game that was nationally broadcast, 1934. Crazy. It's a long time ago. It's a long time ago. And I also have one from today, 1992, the CFL Grey Cup. Uh, your man and our man, Doug Flutie, uh, hey. wins MVP, goes 33 of 49 for 480 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Doug Flutie wins uh, a, a Grey Cup, one of the many Grey Cups that Doug Flutie won in the CFL.
2: He's, like he's so amazing, man. Like, he just had that it factor. It was something, yeah. He just won. He just won games. He wasn't the, the best, but he played hard, and guys played hard for him. I, I love Flutie.
1: I still think if he doesn't get benched in 99 that they that they make some
2: Don't remind me man
1: just you know something. what i mean they make some they make some things oh and here we go my dad my dad just chimed in uh, today 80 years ago yesterday coconut grove fire uh, in boston burned to the ground killed 492 people wow. wow 492 people the coconut grove fire changed the way that little history lesson for for y'all yeah. out there changed the way that businesses are run Because the doors used to always open in. And so once the fire started, all the people got trapped because the doors opened in. There was a big crowd, big push to get out, but the doors opened in. They couldn't open the doors. And so now the doors leading out from from a business have to open out to the street and not in anymore to prevent something from that happening. And fun fact about that, my grandfather and grandmother were both supposed to go to that game. Um, bo- bo- I'm sorry. Both supposed to go there. It happened. What happened was that the BC was playing Holy Cross that night. It was supposed to be a big celebration for BC beating Holy Cross. BC lost to Holy Cross instead. So actually, it would have been more people who died if BC had beat Holy Cross. But my grandfather and grandmother was both going with separate people on dates. The Coconut Grove, and both canceled and didn't go. And uh and then of course, you know, almost 500 people died at the Coconut Grove. Yeah. So really, um. Really kind of crazy story. And, again, changed change the way that businesses are running the country. Wow. So
2: That's the nugget. Well, that yeah. makes my a day
0: in history seem a lot less impactful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let's hear it. Let's hear it anyways, though.
0: Oh, I, November 30th, uh, 2003. That is the Willie McGinnis stopping the Colts at the one yard line. Oh, love
1: it. What a great game that was.
0: An iconic moment in that Pat's uh, Pat's Colts rivalry right there. and
1: He iconic. was, you know, gritted it out. He was de- hurt so bad, so bad two bad plays earlier, just horrendously hurt, wicked bad, oh. had to be helped off the field, Didn't and then just conveniently jogged back on the, the next play. What do he say?
0: Didn't a couple Patriots get hurt on that last you,
1: drive? Yeah, a few Patriots got hurt on that last drive, man. And, you know, just coincidentally, it has nothing to do with them wanting to stop the clock or anything like that. It's just, it you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Did
0: you see, what game was it in recently where a guy, oh, it was the Packers-Eagles. The Packers won. game.
2: And Aaron Rodgers was like literally laughing at him. Like, really, yeah. man, this is what you're doing? <laughs> that, was,
0: that was funny.
1: I love it. I love it. Speaking yeah. of faking injuries, World Cup's going on right now. At Dark Blue Gold points out, the U.S. progressed to the World Cup knockout. It's pretty yeah. exciting. Um, so our guy good. got pulled down by his shirt and and you know pretend like he was dead on the ground. I don't really understand it. I don't get it. But you know, it is that's what it fun is. When I think the it's, U.S. is winning. It is fun. When the U.S. is winning, that's true. That's yeah. true. But what do you think, th- Spence? Let me ask you a question because people have talked about this. Let me ask you a question. Hmm? Do you think if the best athletes in America, right? LeBron James, Derek Henry, whatever name you know, name the name the 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 twenty best athletes in America. If the twenty best athletes in America were focused on football and played football, I am sorry, not football, soccer as their number one sport, would the U.S. dominate the World Cup like some people think they would, or do you think that it's like such a totally different sport that it wouldn't matter?
2: Are you so? I just need to clarify this. So, are you allowing them um, time to train? Or yeah, you no, I'm saying, saying right now I'm saying, together. like from the time they're like ten,
0: yeah, if we, you know, if we they're, they're the like US focused on something. athletes and
2: Yeah, if if you take all our athletes and you allow them to get their um their stamina up and get into that type of game shape, absolutely. I mean, let's be real. I'm not trying to be. I know this is why people hate America. I get it. <laughs> I'm not trying to be cocky here, though. But like when you look at a, a maybe not now because he's older, but you look at LeBron James ten, twelve years ago. Like, when he went to Miami. Like, look at LeBron in Miami. You know, somebody in the comments just mentioned Tariq Hill. You talk oh, about Tariq Hill. It, come on, man. Derrick Henry? Or,
0: come on. Oh, and think about how many just quick and fast guys we have. Like, I feel like basically yeah. any NFL receiver with how technically any. sound you have to be. Right, and if you're if you're a guy that's out there running go routes all day long, you're gonna have crazy conditioning anyway. Like these guys, they clearly have. It would be
2: it would be yeah. insane. It
0: put just insane. put Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Stephon Diggs, <laughs> all out there as strikers, and I feel
2: like it would it would go all right. Yeah, it's yeah. just over. So so I do, and so maybe I am a little cocky here, but I just I feel like when it comes to sports, when we actually focus, because that's been the problem too. I don't think the U.S. has extra has ever really. Like right. focused on it the way we focus on the NFL or even basketball. Right. Like yeah. we want to go to the Olympics and dominate in basketball. We got, we got our, we got handed to us a couple of times, but you know, when it comes down to it, we focus on football. We focus on basketball. Even baseball would say we put more focus on the soccer. If we actually like, we going to raise up some United States born, like some, they going to do it. I, I don't mm-hmm. think nobody can hang with us with anything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Dark Blue Gold does point out Harry Kane wants still wants to retire from soccer and be the Pats kicker one day. I'm in. I'm in with that. That being said, you want to be my kicker? Come on, baby. Come like, I would, yeah. you know, I there was a woman, I forget which one it was, uh, one of the women from the U.S. World Cup team was saying that she had tried out, I think, for the Eagles, um, and they were yeah. like,
0: Was that man, Alex Morgan who did that?
1: I don't think it was Morgan. It was one of them, but I don't think – I I can't remember who. It might have been Alex Morgan. I can't remember which one it was, but she had said she had tried out and was just bombing 50-yard field goals like it was nothing, and they were like – um. Yeah, no, we'll have you in front of you. Well, I'm kind of busy. I got the World Cup and stuff. <laughs> and
2: they're
0: like, well, know. if you ever change your mind, let us know, you know. Gaskowski uh, played soccer at Memphis. I'm pretty sure if I'm remembering that correctly.
1: I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of those guys, you know, they got, you get – it's that same motion, that kicking motion, you know. Yeah. So,
0: Wait, Pat, you know who else would be really, really good at soccer? Who's that? Marcus Jones.
1: Oh, that's a great point. That's a great point. Short, fast, twitchy.
2: He's He's I, just, I, I feel like there's so many. If you really took time, if you took 15 minutes and just thought about each NFL roster and you took right. two guys off of each NFL roster, like there's sure. guys even on on bad teams that, you know, like look at the Texans. Oh, yeah. You take take Pierce off the Texans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like it, it would be, you know, we have, we have athletes. They might not be conditioned right now for it because, no, we don't play a sport where you're running all, you know, but. Right. You know, you take somebody's hockey players. Are you kidding me?
1: Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. That
2: that was my thought too. Is hockey players have
0: crazy conditioning right now? Yeah. And like, that would be. It's true. Can we, can we claim Dano Chara as a US guy just I, to put him in a net?
1: I don't, I don't think so. No. Although <laughs> Dark Pugold says Trent Brown in that, so that might that might work. I don't know if he's got the ladder agility for that one, but uh, you never know. So. All right. Well, Spence this has been great. We've been off. We've gone off the rails a few times, but that's fun. That's that's part it's of the fun of it. We it. appreciate it. We love having you on. But uh, before you leave, you got to let everyone know where they can interact with you. Remember, I already told you people, if you go out to Ve- uh, not Vegas, if you go out to Arizona for the game, hit up Spence. Uh, make sure you say hello to him in, in his uh, in his probably white Cam Newton jersey, uh, you know, and, and tell the guys at Patspo, but say hello. But, uh, yeah, I, talk
2: but all the mess. I talk all the mess at those games I go and and I just the, the Cardos man they're like the old Bills for me like they find ways to lose like this past yeah. Sunday I went and they just found every reason to give that game away but <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JSmithTheKing uh, my show code of conduct goes live every Tuesday night at 8pm Pat was just on there with me tomorrow I'll be joined by my man Joe Miller for the hump day hotline where we'll be pre- previewing uh, Thursday night's matchup I might try to do a spaces this week or something um, you know prior to the game or i don't know i'll figure something out but hey find me on twitter i try to interact as much as i can as long as you're nice if you're nice i'll be your best friend but if you come at me rude i promise you're either going to get ignored or blocked that's what that's what i do but yo every anytime you guys ever want to do anything please let me know i love you guys i love everything that you do um Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I mean, actually, you know what? And, and that's the thing, too. Good game to everybody. I'm I'm hoping for a very good competitive game, and I'm hoping for health. Everybody yeah. on both sides of the mm-hmm. ball, on both – please, come out this game healthy. Uh, still a lot of season left to be played, so I'm looking forward to it.
1: I agree. I couldn't agree more. And I'll tell you, like, I love – I love interacting with the bills fans and maybe not all the bills fans, but you and Greg, particularly Greg Thompson, particularly and Joe mill is a good guy too. But like, you know, like interacting with you guys is fun because we can give each other crap back and forth, but we know it's lighthearted. We know it's not, it's not serious. We don't need to get rude, right? If you're out there listening, man, don't get rude. There's no need to do that. Like it doesn't matter. Even if the Patriots lose, you don't need to be rude about it. Just, you know, like take your lumps. It is what it is. It's all fun. You know? So, um, we're here, we're here for the same reason because we love football. And we happen to love different teams, but we love football. So uh, so let's enjoy that. Let's enjoy that together and, uh, yeah. you know, be, that, be good to each other.
0: With that said, go Pats.
1: Well, yes, of course. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, but, you know. <laughs> cake <So>. cake.
2: <laughs> no, you got it. You got it.
1: So, but uh, anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, Spence, for, for joining us. We appreciate it. And, uh, and we'll talk to you guys. Well, I won't be there. But Matt and Barrett, will talk to you guys after the game on Thursday night.
2: Go Bills.